0: Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short. So glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God, talk about it, allow it to transform the way we think, the way we think about life, because our thoughts really, really matter. And I would like to suggest that the most important thing anyone will ever think about is how they perceive God, how they understand God. What What, what is your perception of God? How you see God will affect how you see life, how you see your circumstances, how you see other people, how you deal with difficulties, how you deal with success. I would suggest there's nothing more important in law of life than how you see God, how you perceive God. And sometimes I'm kind of shocked with how some people perceive God. All we know of God, some people think of God as mean and angry, And that might come from, you know, maybe they had a mean and angry dad. Some people might think of God as absent, and he's never around, and he doesn't even listen to them. He might not even be there. And that could relate to an absentee father, or never connecting with their dad, or either parent, actually. Some people have strange views about God that we know come from the evil one the devil will do all he can to corrupt your understanding of God. Because again, if he can corrupt how you see God, how you understand God, then your life's never going to be on track the way it's meant to be. And that's one of his schemes and great goals is to confuse you about what God is like. But then we've got a whole other category. Some people think of God as evil, not just they don't like him, but he's evil. Again, we talk about Islamic terrorism as one example of this, of people who think that deeds of barbaric murder and abuse of other people, violation of them, torturing them, that somehow they think they're doing God's bidding and this is, hap- this, hap- this is not only happening in our world today, but this happened in various religious ideas throughout time. How do they get this idea? How can it be so far off? How can they think that they're doing God's bidding in such evil and cruel ways? Well, there's an interesting verse in the book of Psalms, and Psalm uh, chapter 18, and it says this, with the kind you show yourself kind with the blameless you show yourself blameless with the pure you show yourself pure with the crooked you show yourself astute or another translation twisted how interesting this tells us that somehow the 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 attitudes and the character the the what we bring into our understanding of god Will affect how we see him. Our life, shall we say, the way we live our life, our attitude, can affect the glasses sh- that through which we view God, the perspective we have of God. If you come to God with a humility and a good heart, a pure heart, you're likely, you're far more likely to see God for who he really is. And I might remind you: this is a lifelong journey. This isn't a this isn't a one-time thing. This is a lifelong journey, getting to know God, getting to really know His ways, who He is, what He's like. This is lifelong. This is It's a relationship. God is personal. God is a being. It's, it's not like you read a book once and put it down or something, or you learn a math equation, you put it down. No, God is living. And so to get to know Him is a lifelong journey. What you bring to Him it will affect how you understand Him. If you come to God with a crooked spirit, hatred in your life, uh, evil in your heart, you may just very likely see God as being like that. That's not talking about someone who just wants to reject God, but someone who who thinks of God, or they they say they they want to worship God, but they have this evil within them. They may just see God this way themselves. Look at uh, Titus chapter 1, and Paul says a similar thing. He says, to the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their mind and their conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny Him, being detestable and disobedient and worthless for any good deed. What a, what a comment as he's talking to the church and he's talking to Christians and he's saying, there's people here, they profess to know God. They say they know God. They say they're serving God. But, but look at their life. Look at the detestable deeds they do. Look at how disobedient they are. Look at how they're living. They're worthless for any good deed. What a terrible thing to have said about you. If the scripture you'd say, that's a terrible thing to say about someone, unless it's true. And if that's that's a true statement, what a terrible thing to have it said about me or you, that person is worthless for any good deed. Why? They're defiled and unbelieving. The truth is, there can be a lot of evil things done in the name of religion. This is why we don't, you know, people ask me on campus, Tom, do you like, you know, they ask me about religion. Religion. And I often say to them, I need to define this word properly. But actually, I'm not all that excited about religion. I'm excited about God. I'm excited about having a relationship with God. I'm I'm excited about knowing the true God. I'm not all that excited about religion. I I look around the world and I see a lot of religions been very oppressive, and a lot of evil's been done in the name of various religions. And a lot, of, a lot of religion gives people a very twisted view of God. I don't want to have that. I don't want to promote that. This is why I get into the Word of God, into the Bible, and discover who He really is as He's revealed to us in Scripture. This is why when I, uh, when I, you know, it's a fall here, and it's fall, autumn in, in Ohio right now, and the trees are beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful time of year. That's why I like to say that this is the God, this is his canvas, that he's made this beautiful world. This is the God I worship. The God I worship is not cruel, mean, barbaric. The God I worship that is revealed to us in Scripture is the the God who took upon himself, his son took upon himself the sins of the world for the judgment of a righteous judgment, a holy judgment, so that you and I might be saved because he is a God of love compassion, long-suffering, and mercy. My friend, make sure when you come to God, you come with the right spirit and the right attitude, because we want to understand God for who He really is. And if you look around the world and you see whether it's, it's you know, terrorism, people doing brutal, barbaric, inhumane things in the name of their God, or whether it's whether it's someone in your office who has a Extremely twisted view of God, an evil view of God. Um, Understand, understand that some of these people, why? Because they're evil. Because they're twisted. Because they're defiled. They're unbelieving. It's not that God is, it's that they are. They need Christ. They don't need religion, they need Jesus. They need a new understanding of who God is. Indeed, in, in our world today, it seems like terrorism is back now, and after a brief respite of five, six, seven years of, of really not having to deal with terrorism, it seems to be back. It never really went away, but it was subdued, it wasn't happening very much, and now it's back. And, under, and understand that as we have these discussions, do we worship the same God? Do Muslims and Christians worship the same God? We don't. We don't. No, we, they have a very different concept of God. We see it God as relational. One aspect of the relational aspect of God is the Trinity. Throughout all of eternity, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, but they've had this relationship. The three persons of the Godhead have had this love relationship that has now just spread and expanded to us humans made in their image. That's not a concept in Islam. Islam has one God who's the supreme God, and we are all to be his slaves. Christianity has the triune God whose son Jesus came to earth to die for our sins, and we are to be his children. It's a massively different understanding. We may look into it more at some other time. But for now, understand, sometimes these things done in the name of God, it's because they're worshiping a different God. Why? They bring their own evil to their worship and they get back to the crooked. God shows himself twisted. And some of these people have a twisted view of God. Why is it? Maybe it's because they came to God with such a twisted life and they didn't come in humility and repentance to find Jesus. They came to justify their own hatred, their own twistedness. And indeed, amazingly, God says he allowed himself to be understood that way. In Thessalonians, it says he sent a deluding influence on such people who take pleasure in wickedness. Folks, we got to understand God right. He loves us, but he won't bow down to us. We must bow down to him, come to him in humble praise and worship to get to know him for who he he really is, lest we be deceived in our very understanding of God. And that'd be terrible. Because how you understand God is the most important thought you'll, the most important things you'll ever think about. Father in heaven, we bless you today and we praise you for who you are. And we say that it's our deep desire to seek you and know you and understand you for who you are. Your ways are above our ways. Your thoughts above our thoughts. You're not made in our image. We're made in your image. And yet we confess we have corrupted that by our sin. And so we humble ourselves. We don't come with self-righteousness. We don't come with pride. We don't come believing that we're we're all okay. We come broken, humble people who in need of a savior to open our eyes, to forgive our sins, to bring us to yourself. And we pray like Moses of old, oh Lord, Lord, show us your glory. But don't just let it be a reflection of what we want to see. Might we see you for who you really are. And then our life will have true meaning, significance, purpose to seek and to know the Almighty God. We bless you. We love you. We give you this very day to serve you in love, in humility, your wonderful God, and we praise your name. And we pray in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Amen and amen. I hope you find this encouraging today. I hope you find it uplifting. I hope you it helps give you some insight into your life and how you worship God and maybe into others and why they can have such a strange, perverted view of God and of what it means to serve God. Hey, we come here and get in the Word of God every single day. We come 8.30 a.m. live Eastern Time, but you can watch the video later in the day or you can even listen to the podcast on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. We try and talk about the Word of God as it relates to our life. So we understand it, and we apply it. It's not enough just to know it. We want to be doers of the word, and not merely hearers. I hope you'll join us, subscribe to the channel, like the video, share it with your friends, and, uh, and <coughs> excuse me. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. I love you. Bye bye.